You're listening to the Shamelessly Feminine Podcast, the place for the kick-ass woman who needs a kick in the ass. Your host, Jen Rosenbaum, is giving you the tools to shed shame and live the biggest life possible. So kick off your heels, get comfy, and get ready to be the boss of your life. So it may be cliche, but I really don't care. I have to tell you something. I love jewelry. I love it. It always fits. It's always beautiful. The more sparkly, the better, the bigger, the better. And I just think that it's just the perfect thing to add to any outfit to make you feel feminine and gorgeous. And I think my guest today, Veronica, would agree. She's the founder of Vintage Meets Modern. She is a collector and a seller of vintage and modern jewelry. And she's also a personal stylist and a speaker. And today we talk about jewelry and finding your personal style and how her business came about, which is super inspiring. So take a listen, put on your best earrings (laughs) to celebrate the occasion. And I hope you enjoy. Hi, Veronica. I am so happy to see you and talk to you today. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm fantastic. And uh, my day has gotten better by seeing you. I cannot wait to talk about all this fun, really awesome stuff. So tell us just for uh, a quick introduction, who you are and why you're here. <laughs> uh, well, I am Veronica Stout. I'm the founder of Vintage Meet Modern Jewelry and Styling, and I help women look and feel their best without having to go into a dressing room. So. Oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> Why are dressing rooms so evil? Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. I mean, dressing rooms are hard. And I think a lot of it actually has, to, I mean, I know from you and just from talking to you and everything else like that, I mean, so much of it is mental. But a lot of it is also just the stress of having to feel like I have to go in, I have to change, I have to find it, I have to, it has to fit, it has to then what am I going to do with it afterwards and things like that. And so I think that if in our very time pressed world these days, uh, we try to avoid it at all costs. And even at the, you know, being able to have the convenience of online shopping and everything like that too, I hear from so many people like, Oh, I even order things online and clothes online. And then I don't even try them on when they get here. Uh, you know, I think it's really a wonderful thing, but my, claim to fame, I guess you could say, is just always helping women look and feel their best by dressing in details. And as a result of that, it's like the icing on the cake. So you don't have to go into a dressing room. You don't have to be worried about, oh, it's so cold today. I want to take my clothes off or I'm not really in the mood to wrestle with another pair of jeans and things like that. And it always fits, which I think is like a major benefit and a major plus, especially since even when we look and feel our best weight-wise, like we're still women. We still fluctuate, that type of stuff. <laughs> so. Yeah, so specifically you're talking about jewelry. Yes, I yeah. am. Yeah, awesome. Okay, I want to just make that clear because I see you right now and I see how gorgeous your necklace and your earrings are, <laughs> but not everybody else can see that. <laughs> so yeah, so I love... So we met um, back in October and you had a beautiful array of jewelry there when we met. And what I love about the things that you... What is the word that you use? Like collect or you... What's collect, curate. curate. Uh, I mean, we are a little bit different. And part of the reason why I was excited to talk to you, especially with, you know, Shamelessly Feminine is that, you know, we specialize in vintage accessories and we specialize in vintage jewelry specifically, but we help women curate and collect uh, a group of jewelry that is 
sentimental, functional, it's vintage, but it has to blend with your modern lifestyle and your modern wardrobe. And the whole thing really began uh, out of purpose. Uh, you know, I worked with so many clients that were downsizing estates or downsizing collections. But the nice thing about jewelry and accessories and things like that is that, you know, if you take really good care of them, or even if you just take decent care of them, they're in perfect condition. And many of them are better made, more unique. They're out of production. You can't get them other places. And so we love working with women that crave that era of distinction, especially that shamelessly feminine look about things where they are they are captivated by the past. They love old Hollywood glam style. They love feeling and looking like a bombshell, but without being costumey or without it having fitting their lifestyle. So like today, I know that you and I can see each other, but it's like, I have vintage earrings and a vintage necklace on, but I have a t-shirt on from Target and a pair of jeans. And so I don't, I don't feel like I'm out of place. My children wouldn't be embarrassed to see me show up to school like this. I can still live my lifestyle of walking the dog and taking care of my family and running my business and those types of things. Uh, but also I feel like when I go out, I know nobody at the grocery store is going to have what I have on. I know that if I do run into anybody that I look that I look more put together and just a touch happier, preppier, that type of thing and stuff like that. Just adding a little bit of sparkle. We always say we're trying to help women find their inner style so that they can shine. I love that. Yeah. And I, you know, coming from somebody who's like a totally like t-shirt and jeans girl, like I am a complete t-shirt. I'm like, which t-shirt and which jeans should I wear today? <laughs> That's like my decision making every single morning, which t-shirt and which jeans. So I love that because you just throw it on and it really does. Like you definitely look put together and you look like you tried, but not too hard. Right. I mean, that's, I mean, so many great people have said that time and time. I mean, it should be effortlessly chic. I mean, fashion, that's the clothes, that's what we see, but you know, style is how you wear it. And so that's such an important part of being able to feel good about yourself every day is feeling effortlessly chic. And I think that we live in such a busy world. We're going from one thing to the next thing. It's nice to be able to add something to what you already have and make it more personal and make it more your own. Mm, Yeah. And I especially love the unique part because I do find everything is very cookie cutter these days. It's all, you know, lots of layering right now. It's like the layering and the, the um, simplistic jewelry, but it's all starting to look the same. It's like everything is, and I love it. Don't get me wrong. I have plenty of it myself, but it's all just starting to look the same. The uniqueness is something that, you know, when you talk about shamelessly feminine, we talk about celebrating your unique femininity. And that's one of the things I think in your accessories in your clothes and in your style is one of the ways you can express that. So I love that you had mentioned that. I'm curious in your um, findings and in your journey through this business, how do women find their own style? This is something that I myself have even struggled with. Like, how do you figure out your style and stick with that? And, and how does that evolve as women evolve also? That is a really, really excellent question. Uh, when I think about how we've helped women evolve their style and find their style over time, uh, the most important thing for them is to naturally think about what they gravitate towards. And when you're looking at things that you're naturally gravitating towards, you should really remove any inhibitions that you have at all. I mean, you should be thinking about 
just because maybe you are a mother or you're a business owner or you live a really active lifestyle and things like that. Don't get stuck in that mindset of, well, I need to find yoga pants or I need to find uh, super comfy shoes or things like that. Because the beauty of being able to find and celebrate your own style is gravitating towards what you naturally love and then finding that elements of that in the lifestyle that you actually live. So if you are a very person that is more casual and more relaxed, that's certainly a style, but that doesn't mean that you couldn't be somebody that like really embraced color. You know, you could be, uh, like I said, I'm very much, I love the past. I love old Hollywood style. I love eclectic things with layering and things like that. My lifestyle doesn't allow me to wear a pencil skirt and heels all day long. I mean, it does on certain days for when I'm going to dress up to do certain things, but I embrace a part of my style and either then dressing in details with my accessories, adding that touch of little Hollywood glam, that type of stuff and those types of things. So the important thing to do, I would say on any kind of regular basis is that if you feel like you're in a rut with how you're expressing yourself through your clothes, if you're really truly, not just your clothing, but your accessories, everything, if you're waking up and you're feeling like you're in a rut, the very first thing to do would be to explore what you're gravitating towards. Mm -hmm. The next thing would be to spend some time thinking about how you could take those elements and incorporate them into your everyday lifestyle. And the best part about now living in the world that we do live in is regardless of your size, regardless of your shape, regardless of your budget, there are all kinds of ways that you can get creative to express yourself with your style. I mean, high-low is such a big deal. I mean, you can easily find things that you want while you're out thrifting. I mean, I won't lie. I have found haute couture on the racks at my local thrift shop with the tags still on them. Somebody else's loss of not being able to fit into something they brought home was my score. So don't be intimidated when you hear things also like style that, you know, like, well, now I need to run out and I need to get rid of everything in my closet and I need to start over and I need to max out my credit cards. No, I mean, really think about it because in the end, like what you wear every day should excite you and should be an expression of what you're wearing. But it also shouldn't be something that takes up all of your time. It's very different than fashion. If fashion is your passion, obviously you're going to gravitate towards wanting to spend more time shopping or wanting to be able to frequently change your looks. But that's a passion. Style is a little bit different. Style is something like we were saying, you should effortlessly feel chic when you wake up in the day, regardless of whether you're a tomboy, or if you're getting ready to walk a catwalk. I mean, I think that there's just so many different elements of it to embrace along the way. But the important thing is, is there's lots of other resources that you can do to do that now. I mean, you can certainly go online to Pinterest. Uh, great way of still doing it is still flipping through magazines, identifying with certain characters that you might love and adore on television and things like that. I mean, you can so very easily Google search images now that if there's a look that you love, you can search the images and see what you can find. And there's certainly there's great blogs that are dedicated to style. There's all kinds of things. But I think it's not, no different than a process. I'm a very physical person. Some people like to journal things out, but create a mood board. Get really, get really physical with it. Hmm. So who are some of your fashion idols? Oh, I have so, so, so many, so many. Well, I, I love Jacqueline Kennedy. 
I, you know, I, and I love her from a fashion standpoint. I love that she supported American designers. I love that she was somebody that truly understood the art of fashion. She understood the art of style. So she would gravitate towards not only dressing for her body type, but she also was really excited to support people who also supported the art of fashion. So she liked things that were structured and she liked Oleg Cassini and she liked Dior and things like that. Because a lot of people, that's another confusing part of all of this is that they assume that it's high fashion, it's part of something else and that it's unattainable. Mm. When the reality is, is that these are still functional things, whether it's a couture dress or the jeans that you buy at Target, there is an element of design that went into it. And so it's designed with people actually in mind. So I really enjoy studying Jacqueline Kennedy because she was a perfect example of somebody who throughout her life, her style evolved. And she also had different types of style for what she was doing in her life. So, you know, she would wear jeans and a trench coat and a scarf walking out in New York City later in life. Uh, But certainly when she was a first lady, she was dressed more structured, you know, those types of things. She was going to a lot of American balls, those, you know, and she was really trying to glamorize Camelot in America. So she's certainly one of my all-time favorites. Uh, And she also really rocked a hat and you don't really see hats very much anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes I feel, uh, I look back at images, like even baseball games and people used to go like all dressed up like in suits and dresses. And listen, I love my jeans and my sweatpants more than anybody in the whole wide world. But there are times where I kind of wish for those days back that I think, you know, there is a form of excitement to get dressed up for an occasion. It, It kind of makes the whole occasion feel even more special. Oh, you hit the nail on the head too. And, you know, we were just talking about before we got on here also a little bit about the fact that we have children. The further and further we get away from that, the less and less our children understand it also. And, you know, they get maybe dressed up for maybe one or two of these big events during the year. And they don't even understand now why somebody's telling them, like, you have to wear a nice dress or you have to Or then the flip side of it is, then they go to a prom or a dance or something like that. And then suddenly it's like a $750 event for just like one occasion and one night out. And, you know, my love affair with the vintage jewelry and actually started with my grandmother. And my grandmother was a seamstress uh, and she loved couture and high-end fashions and things like that, but she couldn't afford it. So the way that she did is she would go on down, she would buy the pattern from Vogue, she would make her own clothes and everything. And then she'd even pull them apart at the end of the season and change them. Mm-hmm. And then she would change the jewelry to go with it. So it's, it is like, I think it's so important. And I mean, I love getting dressed up. I'm really lucky because my husband likes getting dressed up. Uh, it's, it's just such an important part. And it's nice to go places and see people dress nice too. It really does change the mood and the atmosphere a little bit. So. Yeah. I don't know when it became a chore, <laughs> you know, like it, when we were growing up, it was like, I can't wait to wear high heels and makeup. And now I'm like, Oh, <laughs> high heels and makeup. <laughs> you know, <laughs> It's so funny how that changes, but really if you embrace it and you really love the things that you put on, I think. And that's one of the things I've really learned over the years is like to really love the stuff that I buy so when yeah. I put it on, I feel special. I feel good about it. Um, you know, it, it changes the perception. So this is going to sound like a, a crazy question or kind of out there question, but I'm so curious because I struggle with this. How on earth do you organize your jewelry? Oh, well, I mean, 
it has been a labor, it has been a labor of love. Uh, but personally, just like everything else, there's like a, there's a lot of really great organizers that are out there to organize it for our actual shows or our showrooms or the pieces that we sell when we sell them online. Uh, because we sell online and we sell, sell in person, we have a lot of um, private people come in terms of organizing the jewelry, we use like a tray system. That's really mm -hmm. the best way that I can describe it. I actually have a whole group of trays sitting out here right now, but we do things by trays. That way we can maybe pick like maybe six to 12 pieces that work together at any time. And then the same way with myself, with my own jewelry, the way that I keep it organized is I have a tray system also, but I use divided trays and then we keep them stacked on top of it. Because the pieces are vintage and because the majority of my collection is collectible, I'm kind of particular about how I store it. So if there's anybody who really, really has, it doesn't have to be vintage either. If you just have pieces that are sentimental that you really feel that you want to protect it and things like that. Like I'm very careful about making sure that things are stored in its individual places. If it's sterling silver, even if I'm not wearing it, I keep it actually stored in Ziploc bags, prevents the silver from turning funky colors. Uh, and then when it comes to other things, like I don't hang my necklaces because I don't want the chains to stretch those types of things. So those are some like little quick tips and tricks and things like that, that you can do um, to store your own jewelry, keeping it organized. I like the trays because then you can lay them out across your dresser so you can kind of pick and choose. I myself, I am a, I'm a miracle morning person and I'm a really super organized person. So I actually pick out my clothes and my jewelry all at the beginning of the week. Oh, that's so. amazing. Can you talk about <laughs> that for a minute? Like how do you decide on a Monday what you want to wear on Friday? I don't. I actually decide on a Sunday. Oh I decide on God, Sunday. <laughs> uh, I think about what we have to do because on Sundays and Mondays, we organize on my team talks all about what's special about the latest collection is that we're putting together. And then we also talk about if we have any private clients or if we have any events coming up or if we have any lists of pieces that we're looking for for people. So then we pull all those types of things too. So on Monday and Tuesday, I have to be really on the go uh, because we're moving and we're shuffling things frequently. So I try to pick nice, comfy, casual outfits on Monday and Tuesday. Uh, Wednesdays, I'm either busy getting to talk to nice people like you and those types of things. Uh, but we also do a jewelry show on Wednesday night on live. So I always know that whatever, that's kind of fun because whatever collection we're doing, like we're talking about whenever this airs, but we're talking about Egyptian revival jewelry this week. So we're talking a lot about like Cleopatra and Nefertiti and Elizabeth Taylor when she was it. And so like that to me, like screams gold. So like everything I picked over the weekend had some element to it that would go with like, gold or bold jewelry or something like that. And Thursdays and Fridays, we travel a lot. So I have actually a lot of workwear type outfits. And that's what I love about what I do. So I've got some classic lens pants, classic navy pants, pair it with a white shirt, and then maybe like a huge statement necklace or something like that. So it actually, it actually flows pretty easily. Sunday's my pretty, you know, what started it was that I was tired of looking like a slab on Sunday mornings. Mm -hmm. So that's what really started it was I was like, I, we would go other places and we would go to brunch and I would say to myself, I work in this industry and everybody here is dressed so nice. And I was too busy getting the kids ready or getting my husband ready or finish something else. And I didn't spend any time on myself. So that's when the whole thing started coming together where I would start laying things out. So 
Yeah. So smart. Cause like Sundays, I, I also feel that I'm like, okay, gym clothes today. Cause I don't want to think. And I don't, and then I'm always like, oh, I like wasted half my weekend in gym clothes. Right. Right. I, so, so that was one of my sort of, since I don't really make resolutions, I make goals. So that was one of my resolutions that I made, not this past year, the year before. And it's one of those things that I have really stuck with. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. I I'm inspired by that. I'm not sure I'm committing to trying it, but I'm inspired. <laughs> Maybe I'll try it. <laughs> I mean, I'm always like, I don't, this is like, even when I pack for a trip, I'm like, how do I decide what I want to wear next week today? I don't know how to do that, but you know, I guess you get used to it. You do get used to it. The other thing though, speaking of traveling though, for trips and things like that was like, you can't not take your children if you're a mom, if you don't plan out their stuff. Right. And so I was like, this is dumb. This is dumb. I'm actually planning their swimsuits, their cover-ups, their everything else like that. We get there. And yeah, I mean, when they opened up their suitcase, it was like a bomb went off. But it was like, at the same time, though, it was like, they have everything they need. I threw everything that I needed in a bag. And now I'm like, supposed to be enjoying myself. And I'm like, what did I even pack? What did I even bring? Yeah, so so true. Oh my gosh. I know everybody out there right now is like, oh my God, me too. Because we all... I'll struggle with that. So um, I wanted to ask you about, do you have any rules of jewelry? Like put it on, take one piece off before you leave the house. No big earrings and big necklace, big earrings and big necklace. Like what are the rules these days? Oh, I am one. I'm definitely not a minimalist. So <laughs> if you have a lot of minimalists listening, um, no, I mean, it's, you know, you mentioned the way that we've evolved into a more casual lifestyle, but at the same time, I also like, let's talk about like Iris Apple for a moment and stuff yes, like that. Love her. She's certainly a more is more person. And so I think that when it comes to personal style and when it comes to personal fashion, you really, if you're embracing it, there isn't a rule. I mean, I, it feels good to you and you can wear it easily with everything. For me, my personal style is something that I guess you could say is very complimentary. So my personal style is a reflection of that. And I would translate that to jewelry rules for myself. If I wear a statement earring, I wear a simple necklace. If I wear one or two giant rings, I probably don't have a stack of bangles. That's just my own personal style. But I would never want somebody, especially accessories, I would ever want them to feel that they were limiting themselves. I would say the important thing to do is even though we joke or I say like the jewelry always fits, same thing. That's a comfort thing. Like jewelry, yeah, I mean, it does always fit, but it wouldn't force yourself to wear anything that made you feel uncomfortable. I would say that's the biggest rule of all is don't put yourself in a situation where you don't feel comfortable wearing what you're wearing. Mm. But other than that, no, there are no rules. This, you can't wear gold with silver. You can only stick with minimalism. Can't wear white after Labor Day. Toss that out of the window. I love it. Break the rules. rules. Um, So how how does your business actually work? In other words, if I have an event, do I come to you and say, I need need a piece of jewelry? Like, tell us a little bit about that. Well, we have what we call, I guess, a really great reciprocal business in that we have a styling side of things and we have uh, collectors that we work with pretty regularly in the Chicago area. Because actually... And and other places of the country too. I don't want to limit it to that because you and I are talking by Zoom and I talk to a lot of customers by Zoom and by Skype and by other things as well. So 
what happened though was, is that I didn't know that when I first started in this, I'd always worked in jewelry. So I'd worked in the industry for 20 years. And then when I was working with a client who was downsizing and moving across the country, she introduced me to vintage designer jewelry because it was collectible, like coin collecting. Like I had no idea. There were all these books on it. There were all kinds of things talking about why it was special. And I just got hooked. I was like, this is really cool. I was like, if you find something and you find something in the book, it's like owning a piece of history and you can't get it again either. So here she is. She's moving across the country to California because she's smart. She wants to go to live in a warm climate, <laughs> but she also had very bad arthritis and she had 600 rings. None of them could go on her fingers because she had arthritis. And so we couldn't just donate them. So I was like, I have to find homes for them. So that's how the business reciprocal wise really started. We had these clients that were either downsizing or they were going to special events or they were going things like that. So I was trying to find homes for the jewelry that I had. And then when I was trying to find homes for things, I was meeting people who were like, well, I travel for a living. And so my carry-on's really small, but I'm going to pack a suit, but I need to go right from a board meeting. And then I need to go to a dinner with people and things like that. And so the obvious answer became, well, change your accessories and change it to something else that nobody else can have. Uh, and then we even worked with women who were like a little bit introverted and they were like, you know, I just, I go to a cocktail party and I freeze. And I was like, well, if somebody compliments you on your necklace, what are you going to say? And we're like, oh, well, I got this beautiful necklace from so, so, and so. And I was like, do you feel natural talking to people now? Yes, I do. So we started having people begin to work with us who then were in the hunt of things. And then the really special side of it came into where, I had amassed all this stuff and people kept saying to me, I love it, but I don't know how to wear it. And I was like, and that's how the vintage meat modern part came in. And I was like, I'll show you how to wear every single piece we have with what you already have hanging in your closet. You don't need to do anything else. And people really got hooked on it. And so mm-hmm. we have, you can contact us through the website. You can contact me at Veronica vintagemeatmodern.com. And then we have a very active Facebook group where we do um, Facebook lives in there and we show the pieces off all the time. And then we pop up in person too. But we do do consultations by Skype. We have people stop by all the time. We do have people, we have a lot of people who go for special events. We're pretty active in the GFWC of Illinois, which is the Generation of Federations of Women's Clubs. But we also work with a lot of entrepreneurs, executives, people who travel, people who go to special events and things like that. And they will show us a picture of a dress and we will give them three choices and then we will send it off. I love it. That's amazing. I have um, a special event coming up, so we're going to have to chat, see how that goes. (laughs) First, I have to get a dress. I'm kind of like, you know, I kind of really want a really killer pair of shoes. So I was thinking, do I buy the shoes first and then find a dress to match the shoes? (laughs) Always. Right. Because, you know, the shoes always fit. I don't know. It's like, no matter what, the shoes always look good. The shoes, the handbag, the jewelry, always. Right. So I'll do that. I'll contact you. I'll get the jewelry. I'll get the shoes. And then I'll find a dress that matches. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) I appreciate you sharing all of your information and your knowledge with me today and everybody that's listening. I think it's awesome. And I think in a day and age, like you're right, where we talk so much about minimalism and getting rid of things, sometimes just adding the right thing to your life really just makes you happy. And there's nothing wrong with that. 
intentional, be intentional. You can still have things and be intentional. And you know what? Less is more. I mean, there's a difference between minimalism and then just being really intentional about what you take into your closet, into your life, into everything else. But I'm also really proud of that when you outgrow things, guess what? There's somebody like me who will help take it back and help do something (laughs) awesome with it. That's amazing. So where can everybody find you, Veronica? Uh, you can find me over on Facebook at Vintage Meat Modern Styling Society, or you can check us out at vintagemeatmodern.com and come and see what's new on the website because there's always something new. Also, when you deal with one-of-a-kind pieces, there's literally something new every day. Amazing. Thank you so much for being here today. You're so welcome. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Shamelessly Feminine Podcast. If you loved what you heard, be sure to leave a rating and review on iTunes so that more women can learn to live a badass life. To learn more about this movement, go to shamelesslyfeminine.com and join our Shamelessly Feminine Facebook group. Until next time, go out there and be the boss of your life.